It's time to carve some fresh tracks with Dan Egan, powered by Neshoba Valley, Elon Skis, and SkiClinics.com on Indy 617. Buddy, we are back right here on Indy 617, fresh tracks. Of course, I'm Dan Egan, alongside my longtime co-host, Olympian Pam Fletcher. Pam, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm really good, Dan. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great, Fletch. And being at Super Bowl weekend, it's appropriate that we talk about the Hanukkah and Kitzbühel because that truly is the Super Bowl of skiing. Oh, it's amazing. I mean, there were 60,000 fans plus there for the downhill alone. Everybody comes in on the train from Munich and all around to see their ski heroes race down the toughest, most iconic track on Men's World Cup. And it was great to see Bryce Bennett starting in the number one position come down and just slay that track. And he was eight-tenths of a second out of first place, and he finishes eighth. I mean, such a respectable finish. I mean, I know these guys will be on the top of the podium, but I will tell you, the times were tight. The victory went to Matthias Meyer of Austria, and... Vincent Kriegmeier and Pietfus tied. So another Austrian, Kriegmeier and Fuss from Switzerland tied, and they were 0.22 behind the leader, 22 hundredths of a second. That's a blink of an eye, Dan. After that crazy downhill course, you would actually have a tie. Almost unheard of. I don't think that's happened before. I mean, it just goes to show you how technology in, in racing has changed with both the equipment and the training for these athletes and the athleticism of these athletes. The tracks, you know, don't change in downhill. They stay the same. That's pretty amazing. Of course, at Indy 617, we'll post uh, all the information on the blog. You can see for the results of uh, Kitzbühel, the Super Bowl of skiing. And, uh, of course, Macy Kayla Schifrin... Back on top, she won her first Super G of the season. You know, it was exciting to see Michaela go to Bansko, Bulgaria, where in Bansko, the track is incredibly challenging. For Michaela to come in there and slay the first downhill and win it on such a tough track when she's been a little up and down with her results and she's been, you know, she's been on the podium. You can't knock her. She's leading in the overall standings by a huge margin. Well, Michaela Schiffer was not uh, stunned by the course. Matter of fact, she skied it with amazing control. I'm going to post her Super G run uh, on the blog at Indy 617. Pam, the way that she skied that Super G was amazing. She almost skivets, a little bit of a skivet high in the turn, delaying the edge pressure for multiple gates in a row. And just the command that she had over the precision of her skiing in that run, I think was unmatched. Well, and I would agree with you, Dan. And when you skip it like that, you have to be super careful that you don't do it for too long of a period of time. That that micro adjustment that we call it, just to, to set up your line that you have to do when it's super steep and super turny like that, you can't do that on every gate. You can't do that for too long at any gate. Yeah, she made yeah, it look easy. Did quite a challenging super G, I think, for most of the girls because I don't think they've seen a track like that. Well, I, I, I know that uh, it's, it's clear and obvious that uh, most of those girls do not ski like Michaela Schifrin. She, <laughs> she skied. I, I think so. <laughs> she was dominant. I mean, she was dominant. She, her touch on that edge at that speed and the timing of the pressure 
it, it's you can check it out at Indy Six One Seven uh, on the blog this week. That that was one of the most impressive runs I've seen in a very very long time. I mean, in Killington, she was unbelievable because nobody else could match it. But here, it was just a complete different scene. It was skill. It was touch. It was finesse. And she looks so relaxed right from the start when she comes out of the gate. She just looks so relaxed. And then she skied the, you know, like you say, one of the hardest courses, but with full command, no questioning. And and the pressure and the timing, I got to tell you, it was amazing. Now, of course, Fletch, you were recently uh, covering the World Pro Ski Tour, of course, for CBS Sports out there in Aldora, Colorado. You had quite an event there. Oh, my gosh. Unbelievable. Well, again, you know, close finishes and Major upsets in the round of 32, both Ted Ligety from the United States, Mr. GS, Olympic gold, two-time Olympic gold medalist, and Phil Brown, world championship silver medalist, knocked out in the round of 32. In the round of 32, they lost two laps, left course, blue course, red course? Yes. They, 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 so, like, for example, Ted won his first run. But on the second run, he did something with what we call barging, where he mistimed the door starts as they open. So he mistimed it and hit the door and kind of lost all his momentum and then fell out of the start. And when you're running on a sprint course like that, three jumps, sprint course, these jumps are over five feet high. And, you know, you can't afford to make a mistake. You just can't. It's, it's only, it was only 18 and a half seconds long. 18 seconds long a run. Oh, my God. So That's... every little piece of time counts. And he lost by 18 thousandths of a second on his second <laughs> run. After trying to come back from barging. Wow, that's crazy. And so take us, who were the top four, Pam? Uh, it was wild. It was a wild day of racing. It's going to be on this weekend on CBS Sports on Saturday um, at 11.30. And the previous race from Steamboat will be re-aired at 11 o'clock Eastern Standard Time this Saturday on CBS Sports Network. So you can catch all the action. But boy, when it came down to the final four, we had Alex Lever, Nolan Casper, Robert Cohn, and Michael Ankeny. And I have never seen finishes so tight. It was absolutely crazy. I have never, I couldn't even imagine how close they were. The final round against Michael Ankeny and Robert Cohn, Michael Ankeny on his first run beat Cohn by seven thousandths of a second. I mean, I, it's hard to actually measure that. It's, it's certainly less than an inch. But it was a photo finish each round with these guys. And Ankeny went on to win. And Cohn came in second. Nolan Casper was third. And Alex Lever was fourth. And all of them were so proud of their skiing because the racing with all of those four top guys was so incredibly close every single run. That's amazing. That is a sprint, an 18-second course. Reminds me back in the day when we used to race at Blue Hills. It was a 17-second single-pole slalom race. Hey, did you talk to Ted, Ted Lickety about uh, going out in the round of 32? Well, he wasn't happy about it, but, you know, he's basically said that's ski racing. You can't make a mistake when it's this when it's this close uh, and, and this short of course. You don't have time for error. And he knew he made an error in the start, and he, he knew that it, it was easy to go out because if you made any mistakes at all, 
you're knocked out of the round. Well, that is the life of a ski racer and one of the best, Ted Ligety, not qualifying uh, beyond the round of 32 in the World Pro Ski Tour out there in Eldora Mountain, Colorado. Hey, Pam, thanks for joining us. Hey, don't go away. Like I said, we've got a great interview coming up with the two winners of Ski.com's contest, The Dream Job from Big Sky, Montana. Up next, right here on Radio BDC, it's Fresh Tracks. <laughs> 